Hello, welcome to Delbeca's Thoughts. How are you? How's the year treating you so far? Yes, the weather has been quite unpredictable. However, it's still a blessing to be here. How's work? How's family? How's everything? Well, what is the most what I find the most exciting is that I'm able to hang out with you in the middle of my busy year. You're always in my thoughts, so here I am. And I have a juicy story to tell you. Sit back and relax. I'll be with you shortly. Thank you. I have often told you how dramatic my life can be and I will continue to remind you every single time drama comes. Not exactly like bad drama, but the kind of like <laughs> interesting things that creep up on my phone. <laughs> I can't even. So today's topic is make it make sense. At least to your baker because it's not making sense. A couple of years ago, my phone used to be, my all my calls used to be on call waiting because I answered every call, I returned every call, you know. And then I thought, you know what, how about I just reorganize my life? I prioritize some people, I will be taking their call and there are other people that I will be talking to sparingly. Everybody else can go to voicemail or text message and I can do emails too, I do not mind. With that being said, that has been my um, mode of operation for the past three years. So I have really limited my calls. And for the fact that it's limited, I still get all these interesting things come up on my phone. So let me go straight to the gist. (laughs) You know what? I hope you have tea for this one because it's almost tea, but regardless, I still get to do my Delbecker thing anyways. I recently reconnected with a friend from my university and of course, most of our conversations has been business talk and whatever you. He's been trying to call me for like um, three days now and I was thinking, bruh, I've already given you my trial (laughs) version, which was after reconnecting with you, I had given you one hour talk time on the phone. The rest of it is going to be text messages, which I have reminded him a few times, but I think he forgot. For whatever reason, he has been trying to reach me for a couple of days. I think he just wanted to gist. But me knowing me, he wanted to just gist with me casually, but I know that God was just directing him to me on purpose. Then after two days, I decided to return his call. I was like, bro, what's going on? You've been calling. He's like, yeah, I just want to check up on you. I said, do you know I don't like phone calls? Like, I already told you that. But anyways, he was still able to um, suck me into a conversation with him and it was convenient because I was at the store anyways 
So to just like go straight to the gist, I have to give you guys backstory so that you know that I mind my business. When they say mind my business, I stay in my corner. I don't go outsourcing for stories online. I don't go outsourcing for just in people's life. I do not call anyone to say, hey, what's going on in your life? Let's talk about it. I have never done that. Then to my utmost shock, one of the people that had brought their matter to me multiple times on a given time of my life when I had to say I have a savior mentality. What an insult, yeah? Well, I am going to be addressing that in my other channel, not this one, because this one is very serious. The other one is just for me to vent and give you gory details of my life. But anyways, okay, that just got me really upset. <laughs> Okay, um, this guy calls me and just talking in general about politics in Nigeria, politics in the US, business as usual. But then my mind t- to me repeatedly asked about his wife. Then I asked him, I said, dude, where's your wife? He said, oh, that she's not in town right now. I said, same thing you told me last time I called you called me. Where's your wife? He said, oh, she lives in Dubai at least five months at a time. I said, oh, okay, with your son? He said, yeah, but she'll be coming in this month. I said, oh, cool. My mind, my mind, I was done with it, right? Then my mind said, ask him, does he have a girlfriend? Oh, boy. When my intuition starts telling me things, I'm like, you're going to get me in trouble. So I just blurted out. So when your wife is in Dubai, do you have a girlfriend? He said, okay, I used the word side chick. Then he corrected me that it's a girlfriend. That, oh, yeah, I have a girlfriend. I said, that's not surprising. He said, why? I said, all of my friends and acquaintances that I know personally, all of them all have side chicks. It's like it's just normal to be like a young man with a young family, small family, but you guys always have a side chick some, for some reason. Then he laughed about it. He was like, oh, no, it's not really like that. That, you know, since my wife is always away, this is where the story starts, right? That, you know, since my wife is always away, she's gone five months in, in at a time. So, you know, it's just normal for me to have a girlfriend. Then I told him, I said, let me understand something. You created a problem. And the problem is your wife's absence. And then the same you came up with a solution to your wife's absence i said did she travel for something important he's like oh yeah that she has a business that she runs so she often goes to dubai to get and uh, to get more products and stuff like that i said that sounds more like a business you can run from nigeria or probably spend a shorter amount of time in dubai no one has to be in dubai for five months what are you producing a whole nation you know and he was like, um, you know, when women say they want something, I just let them have it. Then I told him, I said, the reason why you let her have it is because it's convenient for you so that you can have what you want. Then he kept quiet for a minute. Then I was like, hmm, you get me, you get me, you get me, you get me, you get me. Then again, in my mind, I'm done with the conversation. Then he was like, but you know that, you know, um... I do respect my marriage though. I was like, can't this guy just let me not talk today? Okay, how do you respect your marriage? I said, where do you see your side chick? 
in your house? I was like, no, I would never ever bring my side chick, my girlfriend to my matrimonial bed. No other woman gets on my matrimonial bed ever. I said, oh, wow, that is very courageous of you to tell me that no woman can get in your matrimonial bed aside from your wife. However, you're sharing your matrimonial body with whoever your girlfriend is. Then again, he went silent. I said, how important must that bed feel? I asked him, are you a Christian? He said, yes. I said, I'm also pretty sure the Bible said your body is the, your body is the temple of Christ. Do you think they were only referring to women? My husband would tell me I have thought provoking I have a way of asking thought provoking questions and I honestly think it's about time there's more people that ask thought provoking questions. Maybe it's the, it's what therapists do does who knows. However, someone needs to say it. Definitely I am minding my business. I'm not in anyone's business, but when people bring their business to me, I cannot exactly say God be with you. I'm not an evangelist. I don't know how to, you know, pick up a, a, a microphone and preach the gospel. But one thing I can do is to use my voice to remind you of what matters. Then his own comeback was, oh, well, at least I use protection with my girlfriend. I said again, really? He said, yeah, when it comes to that, I'm very, very careful. I said, wow, have you ever heard of herpes? He said, what is that? I said, I'll send you the spelling so you can Google it. And when you're done reading, call me back. Took him five minutes. He called Mark. He was like, wow, I've never heard of this. I said, of course you haven't. Because it's, these are things that people carry with them and they don't even know how they got it. They don't know when they got it, but it's going to live with you for up to about 20 years, if I'm not mistaken, before it begins to destroy your organs and chew your brains out. He was like, how come I've never heard of it? I said, have you ever heard people publicize good things? No. If they told you about it, then you're not going to fall victim of it. So yeah, the bad ones, they'll make you focus on just HIV AIDS, which can be contacted through blood and transmitted through sexual transmit through sex, whatever. <laughs> However, there's herpes you can catch by kissing an infected person. There is no protection for kissing, yeah? There's no protection for kissing. Mm-hmm. I know. And since this person is your girlfriend, you believe that your relationship with them is exclusive. He said yes. I said okay. Argue with me right now 
that what you're doing makes sense. And I'm going to make you look stupid in exactly 10 minutes. He laughed about it. I was like, no. He couldn't really give me anything that made sense. Then I went ahead with more questions. Are you going to marry your side chick? He said, no. Both of them have the agreement that they're not going to get married. I said, okay, fair enough. So is your side chick, does she have a boyfriend that you know about, like a stable relationship? He said, no, we're exclusive. I said, huh. I said, you're not going to marry her? But then she cannot really be with other people. Do you honestly believe that? He was quiet. Then he said to me that, well, you're kind of going hard at me and I appreciate your honesty. I feel like this is my mom talking to me right now. Then I was like, no, I'm not even done. I said, being a side chick is a source of livelihood. It's a source of income. Do you think you're giving your girlfriend enough money for her to sustain this hard economy? Because if inflation is on the rise and everybody knows that, does she have enough money to, for her to be comfortable? He was quiet. I said, so let me understand. For some reason... At 40 years old, you think that you have a side chick that you are exclusive with. But you don't give her enough money to not talk to other men. And at the same time, you're not going to be marrying her. So what do you think she's getting from this? I said, you must really think she's stupid. You don't give her money enough to service only you. So there's no reason why she should be saying we're exclusive. I said, I'm going to talk to you level by level. We're going to start from the financial aspect of what you're doing. We're going to, we have already addressed medical part of it. Now we're going to go into the spiritual part of it. He said, oh, spiritual, spiritual. I already, um, when I started dating her, I have this spiritual guy that prays for me. And he already told me that we're good to go, that me and my girlfriend we are compatible I said oh wow that guy must have been right at the moment you asked him which might have been a year ago do you know who your girlfriend met this morning do you know who your girlfriend spent the day with this morning unless Maybe you actually go back to this spiritual guy to run a background check spiritually every week. So that way, when you're compromised, you can catch it. He went silent again. I said... You want this person to serve just you. You are not going to marry her in the end, right? But then, is she not allowed to date other men? Do you know what she's getting from them spiritually? That she's given to you. 
I said, you do not have an idea of how much your life will change if you only stuck to your wife. The blessings attached to it. While your wife is somewhere praying for you, her spirit will come and try and protect you, but there you are on another woman. I said, you can pray to God as much as you want for forgiveness of sins, which is adultery. However, you keep going back to the same adultery every single week, consciously. I said, God sees everything. God knows everything. And upon thinking about it, I told him, I said, all of my friends in Nigeria and Nigerians that are outside the country, I don't know a single one that's cheating on his wife and can say I'm wealthy enough to give you a million naira or even $10,000 as a gift. They're not that financially stable. They're all getting by. I said, do you know how successful you would be if you stop sleeping with this girlfriend of yours and all of the ones that you might bring up along the way and just focused on your wife that is somewhere praying for you. Let her prayers work on you because you are doing what you're supposed to do. You are loyal to her in front of her and behind her. It is hard for her prayers to work if you're over there pounding another woman, you know. A lot of young men don't know that the reason why they're still just getting by is because of what they're doing. I said, why? (laughs) I said to him, I said, you're not busy enough. If you're busy enough, there's no way you're going to have time for a side check. You are not Easy enough. Why do you get carried away with the few moments of pleasure you're going to get at the risk of your own life? I said, if your life does not matter to you, how about you put into consideration the people whose lives are attached to yours? Your children, your wife, your parents, your siblings. How about you think about them? Now, if anything happened to you, if you fall, you're going to take them down with you. And in talking about another spiritual part of it, I said, do you know that karma is a bitch? Right now, your wife might not, you know, be having like any reason to cheat on you. But when it's time for karma to act, your wife will just be finding the need, the desperation to just cheat on you and she will not even understand why. It is because of the seed that you have sown. What goes around comes around. She will not understand, like, okay, why am I finding other men attractive? Why? She will not know. And upon some research, she will find out that, well, you started cheating first. I didn't even get to the, you know, the deep part of what's going to happen to your marriage when your wife finds out. I'm just addressing him as an individual. 
These are the things men do not think about. This is assuming the wife doesn't find out the spirituality is, you know, the spiritual part is there, the financial part is there, the medical part is there. This is just going with, okay, the wife hasn't found out yet. When the wife finds out, she will destroy you. I just, I told him that I said, my apologies if you feel like I'm intruding on your business. I said, but I couldn't help it because my mind told me to ask you. He said in the end, thank you so much. I really appreciate you talking to me. God has used you as a vessel to talk to me. I'm going to go ahead and um, readjust and realign my priorities. I said, it's not enough to just do that. You have to also tell your friends about it. I I cannot save the world. But if through you, at least five of your friends can stop this side chick business, your lives will get better. Your wives will look more attractive in your eyes. I said, Imagine you in my position, yeah? The summary of the conversation we just had is you are cheating on your wife with a woman that's not allowed to cheat on you. Even though you're not going to end up marrying her. Now she has to look out for herself by cheating on you with other men. I said, does that make any sense? I said, this is what I leave you with. This one question. You're thinking only about yourself. Every single action we take comes with a consequence. It has a price. It has a cost. The question is, what is the price? Everything we do, everything we say comes with a cost. The question is, what is the price? You will not, you should not lose what matters just because of what is attractive to your eyes. You should not lose what matters to your life, which is your family, your business, you know. Like there's so many bad energy out there, guys. So many things. People are walking dead spiritually just because of how many people they have laid with. hours after my conversation with him this is what he sent me Dior you are a godsend and you really touched my heart with your briefing tonight and also every areas of my life that needs to be fixed at the moment believe me I will cut that relationship I told you about and I would ensure that my woman is stabled and relocated to Nigeria this year. Thank you so much. This is why I do what I do. I'm not here every single week just so that 
I can become the most popular podcaster and just talk about political things or talk about trending topics. Every topic I have brought here has been someone's story, someone I spoke with personally, or it's been my story. I just do not go online and source for stories for you. That would be too cliche. It's online. You can just Google it. I'm going to sleep better at night knowing that whatever God needed to fix in this guy's life, he used me as a vessel. And all I had to do is just ask the questions. Questions he never thought about. And when he decided to tell me I have a girlfriend, he knew there was nothing I could do about it. I told him there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to judge him. However, is he really gaining as much as he thinks he's gaining? A lot of men think with their brain in their penis. That's why they don't think at all. I don't know why they're wired that way. But I'm grateful that he heard me. I don't know if he's going to listen and do it. But my job is done. One person per year is enough for me to say I have lived well and I have done well. That's why my phone used to be so busy. And then I, I thought, you know what? How about I just create a podcast? Everybody will just come there and grab their topic. Because some one way or the other, I would always address one topic. You know, not unless the, the particular relationship um, situation is going viral like Will Smith and his wife, Jade. <laughs> not unless that, you know. Every other story I tell you is personal. I know he'll sleep better today. I know he's going to get closer to his wife. I believe I reached him. I I was able to get into his head. I, I, I believe I did that. By the grace of God. This is a call I didn't even want to pick up for a whole two or three days. I didn't I was like, nah, I don't I don't feel like talking. But today God said, pick up this call. I don't know what I've just saved him from. I don't know. But I feel good. That's why I'm here. I'll listen to you. But then you have to listen to me. Keep your questions coming to the email and the bio. My Instagram account is at Diobeka. Everywhere else, I would say I'm still Diobeka or official deal Becca on Google if you ever did decide to Google me but I'm here for you I might not always have the time if I don't pick your calls it's because I don't have anything to say to you just shoot me a text message okay and the phone number is still plus one I'm on WhatsApp so yes you can message me there too it's been a good day. Thank you so much for joining me on the Abeka's Thoughts. And until next time, have fun. It's that, that your summer body that you've been planning. It's time where you have 90 days from today. <laughs> have a good one, guys. Bye. Love you.